celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. Here's the number. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. That's the easiest way to uh, ask Dr. Debbie or Dog Father Joey Volani your question. Of course, it's just about as easy by downloading the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. And uh, on that app, you can ask your questions of the Dream Team right from the app, as well as listen to shows and delve our deep resources. It's a free download, thanks to the folks at Doctors Fosters and Smith. Appreciate that. Okay, so we have a big show for you today. Dr. Marty Becker will be back on with his top new pet products. We all have our lists. I have my list. Judy has her list. Mm -hmm. Tammy has her list. And I'm sure, Dr. Debbie, you have your list of top pet products, too. Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, can you say what you're going to get your dogs this year? Or are they around now? And just cover their ears if they are. For me, I have to get heavy-duty chew toys because uh, with Nikki and Boss, uh, they both really are very into chewing. So I look for the high-durable type, um, things that don't have a lot of loose parts, uh, little soft pieces, things like that. Are there any brands or anything that you can mention? Because Ladybug's a chewer, too. We just can't find good stuff anymore. Yeah, well, for the large chewer, I like Bionic, um, which is a really durable um, chew. Um, you can actually see um, they, they demonstrate you know, how durable it is in a blender. Um, so that's a, a good one. And then Kong is always a favorite of mine, um, usually the larger ones, and the food dispensing toys. So I like the Kong dispensing uh, toys. Um, Busy Buddy is another brand that has the interactive toys, kind of the dog puzzles, if you will. So I think those are all going to be on the top of my shopping list. I love those interactive toys. Like we have one for Ladybug, the little ball that you put treats in, and it, it's a puzzle with little treats get lost in a maze inside the ball. And they yeah. have to try to get them out. It takes a little time. It mm-hmm. sort of occupies them, gives them something to do. It's challenging. It is. It's very important even for cats, you know, because they're, you know, indoors and living a little bit more sheltered lifestyle. So we got to give them some enrichment. So the cat interactive toys are even more valuable. Some of these interactive toys take treats, some of them like jerky. And I know that you had some bad jerky cases this week oh, over gosh. at the clinic, haven't you? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people mistakenly believe this is all in the past. And I can tell you, I had two cases of very serious um, illnesses where dogs had come ill, um, suspected, you know, not necessarily proven, but suspected due to jerky ingestion. Um, and these are products they've been feeding for a year and a half. Um, but um, the pet stopped eating, becoming very listless, um, drinking a ton of water. And unfortunately, one pet did pass as a result of his illness, oh but the other one um, has recovered and is um, is on the mend. But it's very important. So I, I just encourage people, stay away. There's no need to feed jerky products at all. Find an, a substitute, an alternate treat, and just stay away from them until the FDA figures out what the heck's going on here. Yeah, and you know what? Even if it's made in the USA, if the products are sourced from China or wherever else, it's still not safe. And I know that for these animals that you were dealing with, was it uh, salmonella or was it something else? Don't even know. And, you know, one of the products was actually made in Germany. The oh. other one was made in the USA. And that, that is some of the concern is that, you know, these previous companies are actually getting by this, you know, made in China thing and actually mm-hmm. shipping the ingredients to the U.S. and assembling them there um, so they can get through the labeling a little different. But um, that's why we're just not certain the product isn't still uh, tainted. Is the uh, jerky treat you're talking about, is it strictly chicken or is it come in other varieties? 
In the particular pets that I'm talking about, they were chicken related, but um, it doesn't not matter. It could be uh, duck, it could be you know all the other meats. Um, there's even been some in the previous episodes that were sweet potato containing. Wow. So um, it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, one particular type is going to be affected. I know people are looking for chews like that for their dogs. Is there an issue ever with bully sticks? You know, it hasn't been reported to my knowledge. Um, and you know, even things like rawhides, we do get reports from time to time about things like salmonella contaminations. So um, that is something to be aware of. And with any of those edible chews, my best advice is to really buy in the USA and, um, you know, just get to use some safety when it comes to those, when they get to be too small or there's uh, little pieces that they can choke on. Watch for that as well. Okay, let's uh, head to the phones toll free. 1-866-405-8405 for your calls right now. Hello, Sherry. How are you? Good. How are you today? Well, I've got a nine-month-old Yorkshire Terrier who is in heat, and I have some questions. Okay. <laughs> well, go ahead. What do we got going on with that heat cycle? Okay. Well, it seems like it's been lasting forever, but um, she went through the stage where the other dogs wanted to be around her, but I didn't notice anything, and then her vulva started to swell, and she started to bleed very little bit. The bleeding has stopped. Her vulva is still swollen. Um, my curiosity is, will that go back down? And the oh, other yeah. Guys, w- w- eventually, will it? It will, yes, but there's okay. conditions to that. So go ahead. What's your other part of the okay. question? Okay. The other question was, I have a 20-pound little terrier mix that is male who locked up with her this morning. And... She, and he's fixed. <laughs> and she um, she didn't know what to make of all of it, and we could didn't know what to do, so we put them in the bathtub. <laughs> wow. To get them apart. So that's a crude awakening or a rude awakening, I should say. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Let's talk about this baby's heat cycle. So how long has she actually been in heat? You said she bled for a couple days. Yeah, I would. my best guess is that she's probably been in heat a good... 16 or 17 days. Okay. Well, the unpleasant news here, Sherry, is that dogs can be in heat for a long period of time. And we don't really get too worried up until about six weeks. Um, So this whole process of discharge and vaginal swelling, all of that kind of can span that time frame. And for some dogs, they may only have bleeding for as little as one day, but some dogs will bleed up to three weeks. And that vulvar swelling, the vaginal swelling that you're describing, that can last up until that six-week period of time after that first bleeding starts. So you got a long period of time. And there are some dogs that will have a little bit of residual swelling in the vaginal area afterwards. But um, it's very interesting to me that you said that you have a male that is neutered and they actually tied because usually that's a a pretty much a hormone-driven thing on his part for that process and that physical connection where they actually got stuck together. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes. And they weren't moving. They were just staring at us like, what do we do next? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> he, he must be an oversexed little fella if he's already <laughs> had his little little bazonkers taken away from him and he's still doing the deed. And he's been well, after I, her for four or five days and we just, you know, kept shooing him and kept shooing him. Well, this morning we didn't get to him fast enough, so. Yeah. Well, and has he been recently neutered or is that something he's been, oh, no, that's he's been seven, done for? Or he's eight. Oh. Yeah. He's, no, it's been a long time. <laughs> okay. 
Well, very good. Now, and of course, I'm going to have to put my little advertisement in for your little girl is to get this gal spayed. Um, oh, because I know, but I want puppies. I know. I'm not listening. I'm not listening to that because I'm going to talk about her health benefits. And there's a ton of Yorkie puppies. And I'll tell you that at my shelter, it breaks my heart. I can guarantee if I walk through today at our local shelters here in Las Vegas, I can find many purebred Yorkies sitting in the midst of those cages waiting for a home. So any pets that you add to the the pet population are going to displace those and those are going to be euthanized because someone's going to want a puppy before they're going to want to take on a a pet that needs a home that's already on this earth so i would have to put my advertisement in for that but also for her health and and her well-being just to help prevent mammary cancers and a lot of these reproductive complications so sorry sherry i just had to put that in there and i know hal's behind me on this one well, yeah, but I didn't want to open my mouth at all on this because you're doing so well. Just t- telling it like it is, and it is great, especially for the health of the the health of the animals. It has nothing to do with the reproduction and the population. A little bit to do with that, but mostly because their health, they will live a shorter life, and you want that pet with you as long as you possibly can have that pet with you. But uh, I think Dr. Debbie said it just the way it is. I appreciate your call, Sherry. one 405 8405 I got to tell you, that whole Thai thing is going to be a very amusing thing. Everybody looking at each other. What, what do we do next? And your suggestion really is just to have a cigarette, sit back, and enjoy it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they are, so you might as well just sit back and maybe not watch them, but turn on the TV, you know, distract and don't watch them. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Aw, how old's your dog? She's six. She looks so young. She takes Everpup. What's Everpup? Everpup is a supplement made with all human ingredients that you put on their food. Such as? Probiotics, glucosamine, omega-3s. Wow. Yeah, it's for dogs of all ages and made in the U.S. My dog loves the taste. My vet loves what's in it. Can I try some? Yeah, you can even get the first jar free. Just go to everpup.com slash radio or call 844-E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Everpup. Hi, welcome to Hellsberg Diamonds. Hi there. Uh, we'd like to look at engagement rings. Uh, wait, is that the Geico Gecko? Oh, hello. I'm just admiring this lovely diamond solitaire ring. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Well, that was easy. Now, who thinks it's a good idea to save money on their car insurance? I do. I do. Wow. I think we just had the wedding rehearsal. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. There is a movement, a movement to simplify, a movement to find balance. It is a movement that's defined in every Bosch kitchen. Bosch kitchens are designed to be everything a modern kitchen should be. The precise technology in every Bosch appliance was invented with you in mind. Side-opening oven doors that give easier cavity access. Induction cooktops with zones that adapt to the size of your cookware. Dishwashers with a third rack to fit cutlery, whisks, and tongs. And with flush installation, the Bosch Kitchen gives you a clean, integrated, and definitively European look. There is a movement to value simplicity as a luxury. There is a movement toward perfection in every detail. There is a movement toward the 2014 Bosch Kitchen. Step up to a Bosch Kitchen package of three or more appliances and get a 10% rebate. See the new Bosch Kitchen at your Bosch retailer. Hi, this is Iron Chef Kat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet.
Rebel Radio is underwritten by Everpump. It is a supplement made with all human ingredients that you sprinkle on your dog's food. I think you should change that all human ingredients. I don't think you should put that there because there's actually no humans inside the supplement Uh whatsoever. (laughs) Soil and green. Good thing to point out. (laughs) Yes. These are ingredients that we would feed ourselves. Human grade. Human grade. Yeah. Let's change that there. It's uh, made in the U.S. Dogs love the taste and vets love what's in it. And you can get your first jar for free. Now, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, tried this because we try everything we talk about on the air. That's just our policy here. And you, you sprinkle it on top of her food. She just loves that stuff, doesn't she? Yeah, I thought that, uh, you know, I just did a little bit at first because she's so finicky. And, boy, she went to that corner of her food and just looked at me like, where's the rest? I sprinkle a little bit more. And she loves it. And she's the most finicky dog. Didn't she roll in it at first? Oh, Which yeah. is a good sign. When she wants to roll in something, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yes. I had the same experience, but I rolled in it. Um, yeah, you, but the, dog, the dogs it loved it. The that's dogs loved it as well. Yeah, that's how, and I got to tell you, Joey's coat's looking great too. You can get your first jar for free. In fact, there's no strings whatsoever. They're going to give you a month trial, a free jar. Just go over to everpup.com/radio. That's how sure they are. I know. What like have you it. got to lose? It'll. It's great stuff. You got to do this. Everpup. E v e r p u p. dot com slash radio to get your free jar, or call eight four four Everpup. Joey, what are you working on? Well, it's funny you should talk about my coats, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to be talking about dog's coat like I do every week, but we're going to talk about what dogs and when you can um, leave some on the coat and when you should remove it. Um, it. It varies depending on the working coat. Okay, that's on the way. Also, Chief Veterinary Correspondent for Animal Radio, Dr. Marty Becker, will be talking about the top new pet products. We all have our lists. We're going to hear a bunch of different I, lists. I can't wait. Yeah. I want I want to get some Christmas gifts. You haven't started yet either, huh? No, I'm, I, listen, it's it's one of those things, you know. And of course, right now, our chief veterinarian, Doctor Debbie White's answering your calls at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Shall we do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Scott. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing today? Uh, not too bad. And yourself? Very good. What's up in your world? Uh, not too bad. Uh, we have two miniature uh, dash hounds. One uh, nine pounds and one fifteen. And uh, one of them, the bigger one, we uh, we uh, got from a shelter, and she has really bad teeth. Like they mm-hmm. uh, didn't take care of it at all when we, you know, before we got her. And uh, we're wondering if there's anything that can be done. We still, you know, brush the teeth and stuff, but I didn't know if there's anything to like get the teeth back to normal. Looks like they're got really bad teeth right now. Okay, yeah, and, you know, dachshunds, I'll, I'll say right off of the bat, dachshunds sometimes can really have exaggerated periodontal problems compared to some other breeds, especially little dogs. So if you have a little dog, we really want to jump on dental care very early on. And in your situation there, Scott, you know, if you've adopted and she's kind of not had dental care up till now, we're going to have to start from scratch. And um, I think the first thing that we need to do is really see about getting a professional dental cleaning. And that's very important because to try to brush teeth, on a dog that has advanced dental disease, it's a painful process. So you, you want to start fresh with healthy teeth. So see your veterinarian, get a cleaning, polishing ske- scheduled, and you know see if there's any problem teeth in there that need to come, come out of there. Um, in many cases, we need to deal with those problems before we before we can actually get on a good preventative care regimen at home. But, but you're definitely right to be worried because, you know, we know that dental disease is a big problem and we know it causes a lot of other health manifestations in the body. And in fact, at, by the age of three years, 85% of all dogs and cats will have some degree of periodontal disease. Oh so 
it's really a very startling thing. And if you're not making efforts now, it is time. So once you get your dog's teeth cleaned, there are some important things that you can do at home. But that, again, this is secondary after you get those teeth taken care of at the vet office. And brushing teeth by far is the best thing. If you do it three times a week, you're going to have some benefit. Uh, once every six weeks when you go to the groomer's, isn't going to do it. So you want to make sure you use a doggy toothpaste and really start slowly to get get your pet used to that brushing sensation. But even if that's not something that your dog will take to, there's some other products out there, um, oral rinses that you can apply to the gum line. Um, there's additives you add to the water that can actually help pre- um, prevent plaque accumulation on the teeth. And then, of course, most people know about the treats and the different dental diets out there. And actually, some of them are actually proven to have a benefit. And uh, there is a organization called the Veterinary Oral Health Council, and there's actually a, a seal of approval that they give to very uh, common dental treats and diets. So some of those things may be another avenue that we can use. And again, once that mouth is clean, and we've got a good, healthy starting point um, yeah. to get things started. Definitely. Well, thanks a lot for your help. Thanks, Scott, for your call at one 866 405 405. Let's take another one for Dr. Debbie, and we have Mike on the phone. Hey, Mike. Hi. How are you doing, Mike? Okay, driving right now. <laughs> what, where are you driving? I'm in, just coming into Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Well, we got the doctor here. What's going on with your dog? I have a about a six-year-old American Spit, and he has bad breath. <laughs> what do you think she says about you? My gosh. <laughs> no, she really, her brother is fine. He doesn't have any problems. I got her when she was three months old, and she more or less had it since then. We've tried everything. Okay. On her. What have you now, tried? I, well, I've tried all kinds of dog bones, you know, that he used to, uh, supposed to be for bad breath and dog stuff, okay. and nothing has helped her. Okay. My first and my biggest question for you is, have you had her in to have her teeth evaluated and cleaned at your veterinary office? She's going to go in when I get home. Awesome. She does have some flack on the back ones. Now, and this is one thing I know. I even bought some, um, somebody was talking about it a while ago on taking to their dogs to um, a groomer, and the groomer is doing it, which is illegal. Oh, yeah, we talked about that before. Well, the anesthesia-free dental cleaning that got you so steamed, Dr. It Debbie. did, yeah. Now, yeah. I'm not opposed to... I don't, I don't think that. No, and I don't think I have a problem with groomers doing teeth brushing. Brushing is different, but I think that's your job as a pet parent at home to do regular brushing. But, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of the uh, let your uh, hairdresser uh, clean your child's teeth thing. That's just no. out of my part. No, though. I'm not either. Like but the, the number one cause of bad breath in dogs is periodontal disease. So that's why I was asking you if you had regular dental cleanings done. So any bad breath in your pet, I'm going to say lift that lip up, and I'm going to say it's most likely due to the bacteria film and the plaque products on the teeth and along the gum line. So we have to address that first. So you may throw all the yeah. dental bones at your baby and all the rinses and gels, but if we're not really getting to the core problem of that bacteria yeah. film, and, re- and removing plaque. That's the, that's a, the bare yeah, bones getting to the main, vets. Same things I'm going to do when I get her home this time, but she's on the road with me all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then once we get the teeth evaluated, cleaned, hopefully there's no bad teeth in there. But in many cases, in my own dog, I was fooled by this. Uh, outer teeth look great and then ended up 
probing the teeth when we had him under for a teeth cleaning, and we actually had a pocket behind one of the teeth, and that was a rotten root. There was no outward sign. So we took an x-ray, found a bad tooth in my perfect mouth dog. So there can be problems that lurk under that gum line. So I, I definitely I applaud your efforts at getting your dog's teeth cleaned. And then from there, we can try things like brushing the teeth, preferably three to seven times a week would be best. Um, and then yeah. using things like rinses and uh, water additives, things like that, that might help oh. keep that mouth fresh. Yeah, that's what I found. I found some stuff that it's a gel that you put on her teeth for the plaque. Mm-hmm. And then plus some stuff that's a uh, mint flavor in her water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yeah, tried yeah. that for about four days, and it didn't even touch yeah. her breath. <laughs> Because that stuff on the teeth is like cement. So, yeah, that's and that's why it's hard for some of these um, ancillary products to kind of help because, yeah, we got to get the, the grossness off those teeth. And, yeah. you know, n- not everybody, like, can. if you guys could see what we pull off a dog's teeth, you'd really I, understand. And it's really some I, gross stuff. I've actually had dog's tartar chip across, and thank God I had glasses on, and almost hit my eye. We're talking yeah. really... Concrete it's, it's stuff. Hard stuff. Yep. So, well, well, best wishes with the dental cleaning, and uh, hope they don't find anything serious. But if they, uh, hopefully, just clean things up and get you on the right path for some home care that you can do either while you're um, on the road um, or when you're settled um, into different areas. So, there's a lot of different avenues that you can do, and even some dental diets that can be helpful preventing plaque accumulation and that periodontal disease. So. Oh, we got a lot of homework you can do. <laughs> Thanks for your call. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Clyde Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Now is the time to get down to your local Kubota dealer for a great deal on a new Z700 zero-turn mower during Kubota's Gear Up and Go sales event. Need maximum productivity? Want outstanding terrain performance? How about an ergonomic design for optimum control? The Z700 is the new standard for turf care professionals. And right now, you can get great financing, a great price, and great terms. See your local Kubota dealer now. For more information or to find a participating dealer, go to Kubota.com. You know canine caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition in excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for canine and feline caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800-392-789. Hi, I'm Junior, Director of Marketing for Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for us dogs. I have the best job in the world, sniffing out hotels and destinations where they roll out the red carpet for canines and humans alike. To find out where I've been lately and to learn how you can travel like me, pick up a copy of Fido Friendly magazine at your local bookstore or subscribe online at FidoFriendly.com to find out what all the barking's about. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams. 
Sam Adams Winter Lager is here. So good. Got a little bit of sweetness, but it goes down real smooth. Light, sweet smell to it. A little bit of orange in there. There is a little hint of cinnamon. It makes you feel like, you know, winter's around the corner and you're getting ready for it. It warms you up and it makes you feel good. I wish they served Winter Lager all year round. This is actually my favorite beer from Sam Adams. Even though it's a dark beer, it's not a heavy beer. It's definitely a good beer. This is my jam, the Winter Lager. I love this more than anything in the world. Cheers. Thank you, Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager. Enjoy it while it's here. Boss beer, clean, boss the mask, responsibly. The Movie Man, six-second review starts now. A musical drama with the fantastic Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. Whiplash is a jazz movie that rocks the minute. Six-second reviews are brought to you by HitFix.com. HitFix, what's next in entertainment? This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Here at Animal Radio, bringing a pet to work is no big deal. Now a study backs up the idea that it's a good idea. Central Michigan University researchers found that the benefits of allowing animals in the workplace far outweigh the cons. Pets, we know this already decreased stress. But just having a dog around the office has been shown to increase collaboration. And there are some other benefits, too, such as not having to worry about your pet being alone at home makes you more productive. Allowing pets is a great recruiting perk as well. I'd work for any company that would let me bring my animals. And it also gets the employees moving. They have to take the dogs out for a walk, and that promotes exercise and better morale. Of course, there is a downside, too. The animals may not get along. Some people may have allergies, and some, well, they just might not like animals. This time of year, lots of treats around the house, and some of those could force you to end up with a very costly visit to the veterinarian. Pet food company Fourth Glade took a look at some numbers, and they are actually pretty scary here. This is one time that pets should not be considered one of the family. But 61% of the people surveyed say they are going to let their dogs join them for Christmas dinner, and 58% say they will make a special plate for the pooch. It adds up to 15% of pet guardians having to take their pet to the vet every year. And holiday foods are too rich, and they often contain things that make animals sick, like the raisins you find in mincemeat pie. Dogs can't handle those. Have you included your pet in your natural disaster plan? Dr. Yvette Walker at the UI College of Veterinary Medicine in Urbana in Illinois says that you should. The 2006 Pets Act. Pets, it stands for Pet Evacuation and Transportation Standards, requires FEMA to make sure the needs of pets and service animals are met during and following a major disaster or emergency. But if you can't prove that your dog or your cat or your ferret is current on its vaccines, a shelter can still refuse to take them in. So those papers should be where you can get them in a hurry when you need them. And, of course, microchipping, that's a must in case you and your pet get separated. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Mom gives us her own special Christmas ornament every year. This year, she gave me one that looks like me playing soccer. It even has my name on it. It's my most favorite ornament ever. Thanks, Mom. Each Christmas, moms everywhere create the wonderful tradition of placing special ornaments on the Christmas tree. 
This year, you can make your tradition even more special with unique, customizable ornaments from PersonalCreations.com. They have over a thousand adorable ornaments to choose from that can be designed to look like anyone in your family doing the activity, hobby, or occupation they love. And you can customize each ornament with any name you'd like to make them truly one of a kind. Radio listeners, you can get a special deal. For a limited time, when you order any two ornaments on the site, you'll get a third one absolutely free. That's right, free, and personalization is included. But hurry, because this exclusive offer ends this Friday at midnight. The only way to get this incredible deal is to go to personalcreations.com. Click on the orange star in the top right corner and enter the secret code 6000. That's personalcreations.com, secret code 6000. Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. You know, I was just thinking the other day about something very interesting. I've admitted here on the air before, when I was very, very, very little to being afraid of dogs, which is why I understand my daughter's fear of dogs. And then, of course, we wound up owning two, and they were two of the greatest loves of my life, my two dogs, Rocky and uh, Cruiser. But I was remembering the other day that what doesn't help, because somebody almost said it to my daughter, and I stopped them, is when you're told, oh, don't be afraid of dogs, they can smell fear, you know. No six-year-old wants to hear the word. They can they can smell. They'll know I'm afraid. Oh, and if they smell. I remember someone specifically saying to me, they'll smell the fear. First of all, fear doesn't even have a scent. But somebody said to me, they'll smell it on you, and it drives someone. Because next thing you know, you're walking by a dog, and you're like, I'm not ready. You certainly can't smell that fear. What are you looking at? There's no reason to look. And there is this weird kind of electric, in-the-air current thing happens that a dog will start barking. I remember one time walking by a dog. I'm not afraid. I'm not, just looking straight ahead. I'm not afraid. And he started looking at him, side eyes at him. Well, oh, you look at you're walking like a young boy who's afraid of me. And now I'm going to give you something to be afraid of. What is it with the they can smell the fear thing? I don't even understand that. And if that were the case, wouldn't dogs just be beefing with skunks? Wouldn't it just be something out of West Side Story? The dogs and the skunks rather than the jets and the sharks? Don't tell little kids that dogs can smell the fear. That is Vinnie Penn's mantra on this week's Party Animal. Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, a non-surgical alternative to dog castration. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N.com. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets toll-free. Here's the number. Write it down. 1-866-405-8405. On the other end of that phone, well, Judy, she's screening calls for Dr. Debbie, dog father Joey Volani, and actually Tammy Trujillo and the dog. And any anybody you want to talk to here, we're we're all here for you toll-free. You can also ask your questions from the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. It's a free download, thanks to those folks over at Doctors, Fosters, and Smith. It is uh, time. You gave me the lottery numbers when you were saying write it down. I kn- write down these numbers. Well, I was writing them down. Then I realized, oh, that's a telephone number. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? I'm not saying that they aren't the winning lottery tickets. I'm not saying they're not. Okay? So there they could go. be Powerball right. numbers. Check that out. Okay. They might be, as well as our phone number. 
And by the way, that doesn't spell anything. It's uh, we don't have we anything tried, like yeah. yeah. It's just conflagina, and so it's easier actually to remember the numbers. It's more of a flow. Uh, but it is time for the hero of the week. And as we always mention, if you know somebody that's doing good work for the animals, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, send Judy an email to your voice at animalradio.com and nominate whoever for doing a good job with the animals. Now, it doesn't have to be somebody who's doing something with a lot of animals. Your skills, whatever you do for a living, can help the animals. For instance, I was just a radio guy, and I wanted to help the animals. How could I help the animals? Well, create a radio show that will help the animals. There you go. Joe Sowerby, our, our uh, a guy from last week, our hero last week, a real estate developer. What could he do? Well, he's a networker. He knows people, and he puts people together and created the biggest adoption event in the country. He was a deal maker. He's a salesperson, and he sold those animals to people. Now, I don't mean sold literally, but these. Uh, well, and I got to tell you, this is what this next lady does. She makes animals. I don't want to say sellable, appealing uh-huh. at adoption. She's a photographer. Her name is Shannon Johnstone. I assume Shannon. I welcome you to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And your skills are uh, a photographer, and you decided to use it for the betterment of animals. Tell us what you do. Yeah, yeah, I'm a photography professor at a really small um, all-women's uh, college in Raleigh, North Carolina, called Meredith College. Mm-hmm. And um, I also volunteer at my local county shelter, and I wanted to develop a project that would help the long-term animals find homes and, and also raise awareness about animal overpopulation and its effects on the, vi- in the environment. So you photograph the animals for adoption? Is it for websites? What, what is it uh, that you do exactly? Yeah, it's for the shelter's website, but in addition to that, I have a Facebook page um, where I post the animals, um, and that helps get them homes, too. So what makes this project a little bit different is that I take the uh, dogs who have been there the longest at the animal shelter, and I bring them to an unlikely place. It's called Landfill Park. Um, It's a former landfill that's been converted into a public park, Mm -hmm. and I photograph them there. And the reason why I chose the landfill is because not many people realize that the waste management and the animal shelter are managed by the same people. And to me, that sends a very powerful message about how we view homeless animals, that they're just another waste stream that huh. will actually end up in a landfill. It's a metaphor, metaphoric yeah. photograph is what you're... So now tell me, these uh, these animals, and I love what you're doing, you're taking them last minute, these animals that may be euthanized because they simply don't have a home. They've been in there in the shelter a long time. When you take pictures of animals in a shelter, it looks like animals in a shelter, getting them <laughs> out into the landfill and they're playing, I, I imagine you get great photographs. Yeah, yeah, it really, I mean, their spirits really brighten up when you take them out of the shelter. I mean, it, um, anyone who's been in an animal shelter knows that when you go in there, it's very noisy and it doesn't smell um, real great all the time. And um, it's really a stressful environment for the animals. So when you we bring them out away from from that and we see them on their own and we see them in a new place, they their personalities really start to perk up and, and come out. And I hope to capture that in the photographs. What a great outing for them just to get a break. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the shelter, they're, um, you know, every other sense is inundated. You know, their sound, the smell, the, um, you know, cold, hard ground. Um, But when you bring them out to the landfill, landfill park, it's quiet, and they can see for miles, and the smell is different, and they just, I just love sitting there with them, you know, while there's, like, wind blowing and just sit on the top of the hill. Wishing and dreaming. Can you tell us of any wonderful stories about how one of your pictures made a connection? Yeah, there was um, 
first thing that comes to mind right now is there was a dog, his name was Jumpin' Bean. Um, <laughs> he's appropriately named. <laughs> he was a 10-month-old puppy, and uh-huh. he was just really getting out of control in the shelter. Um, and um, we took him out, and you know, he just couldn't concentrate. He was all over the place and stuff, and it was right around Halloween. And um, for some reason, I was thinking about dog costumes on Halloween. So anyway, I... There was a picture of him flying through the air, and I photoshopped a little red cape on his back. And um, now his owner, who's now his owner, saw the picture, and he just thought, oh, that's such a cool dog. And he actually came in and adopted the dog um, not long after I photographed him. And he has a wonderful, loving home now. (laughs) And um, it really made me feel good, a really happy story. Now, you, you, that's a spoiler for me because I saw that photo and I thought, oh, my God, that's so cool. Look at that cape on that dog. So you photoshopped it. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I photoshopped all the pictures. Their um, dogs are on leashes and they have oh. collars on and I take them off. Oh. Um, yeah, it's against the law to have them running at large. Sure. <laughs> so, and this also would be irresponsible, but I wanted to give the illusion that they are, um, you know, wishing, hoping, and dreaming there. And, um, Sure, Photoshop or not, that dog got adopted and found a brand new home. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they're happy. Yeah, that's, well, you know what? You're doing great work. That's why you're our hero this week. And I want to give people your website, which is shannonjohnstone.com. That's uh, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N-E. In fact, we'll put links over at animalradio.com to everything you've heard on today's show. So if you have a question about something you heard, you can head on over there. Thank you so much for what you're doing for the animals. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. So there you go. There's another person who's doing wonderful work with their skill, taking their skill, whatever it may be, to help the animals. Like I said, it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot of time. Just something that you have, you know, a skill, and you can do it. Just go out and help these animals find homes. Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, the only FDA-approved non-surgical method for sterilization of male dogs. Zuterin offers an alternative to neutering male dogs, thus helping reduce the pet overpopulation problem. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Zuterin, a permanent and cost-effective alternative to neutering male dogs. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N. This is Animal Radio, baby. Let's hit the phones right now to line four and Greg. Hey, Greg, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Doing great. What's up in your world today? Oh, I'm just trying to get a hold of the doctor. Oh, she's right here. Oh, I'm here. What can I do? (laughs) I don't know who I talked to this morning. It was more more of a, a big cat in the truck. A big cat like a lion or a tiger? No, 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 just a big cat. Oh, okay. Full-size cat. cat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. He just poops everywhere in the truck. Uh-oh. Okay, so you're traveling with your cat in in the truck with you. Well, yeah, yeah. Didn't Who was it I talked to this morning? John, I think it was. Okay. So when you're traveling with your I like, key... I like your show. You, you guys do a hell of a job. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening. I want to know a little bit about your kitty's litter box situation when you're in the truck. So what kind of situation do you have for the kitty? Hold on just a second. Just a second. Hey. Just a second, Doc. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Don't mind us. Uh-huh. What? Don't mind you. Are you, are you well, driving? Okay. Are you driving no. at the at this at this time? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. be careful. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
please, we encourage you not to call us while you're driving. That's uh, that could oh, be illegal in some states. <laughs> well, I'm in Nevada, so. Oh, okay. Any, anything's legal there. <laughs> Why well, can't get the cats come out to talk to you? Oh, you, uh-huh. well, the cat would talk to us. Meow, meow. Yeah, hard. So, so is it uh, is it taking a dump in a certain place? Everywhere in the bunk. Anywhere in the bunk. Yeah. So, and, and I'm assuming you have a regular litter pan somewhere for the kitty, right? Well, I'm going to throw him out in the desert is what I'm going to do. So no okay. is the answer to that question. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we got to give the kitty a, a suitable litter pan site because otherwise he's going to pick the most favorable site. And, you know, a bedded area, carpeted areas, fabrics, things like that are very appealing to cats. So... I can't blame them. You know, that's probably the most comfortable spot to go. But what we need to do is convince them that there's better places to go and to make that spot a little bit more unfavorable for him. So I get, make sure we get a nice big litter pan, throw some litter in it, make it in a comfortable, stable spot inside the cab so that, you know, we don't worry about it shifting with movement because that can be scary, especially for cats traveling. We want to make sure that that is in a stable, comfortable place. And then in the area where he's going in your bunk, I'd say I'd have a couple remedies for you. Um, get some of that carpet runner um, and turn it upside down, that plastic carpet runner. Put that over the bunk area, and that's just kind of a kind way to make that an unfavorable area for him to tread um, and to hopefully not go into to defecate. There's other things you can use, double-sided tape. There's little scat mats, things like that, the compressed air that goes off if he walks by it. Make that area unfavorable. And, of course, you know, if you want him to become comfortable and move around on your bed, take those down so that they're not going to be a deterrent for them to do those activities. But we really want to make sure that litter pan is suited, it's ready, and that we make it favorable for him. So if you have to switch litter types, uh, experiment with things, I will even sometimes, for some cats, I will put a piece of uh, carpet in there. If they like going on carpet, I'll give them a piece, but I'm going to ask them to do it in the litter pan. So find what works for your kitty here, and, and let's make them comfy in there. <laughs> you have a, what, a Tempur-Pedic bed that they're going I bet you it's something soft like that, huh? Oh, what a shame we lost him. 1-866-405-8405. That's that memory phone really attractive. They think it's like kitty litter or something like that. If you want to talk to the doc right now, toll free. I'm here. (laughs) You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Stella and Chewy's. Check out their brand new size of raw frozen dinners for dogs. You know, the little variety packs that we have here. They're eight and a half ounces of pure pleasure. I'm telling you, the Chewy's chicken, the Simply Venison, the Stella Super Beef, the Duck Duck Goose, and the Phenomenal Pheasant. And what we do here at Animal Radio is Ladybugs. She gets one for each day of the week. <laughs> she gets a little bit of variety in her life. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah. Plus, they're great little travel packs when I want to go somewhere over the weekend. I don't have to bring a bunch of food. I can bring one of these little packs. Can you imagine being a dog and having to eat the same thing every single uh, day? No. That'd be boring. Yeah. Uh, oh, this next guest. We had her on, I, I forget the year, but I believe it was for her Unlikely Friendships book. Of course, the author and editor of Jennifer Holland joins us. Hi, Jennifer. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. A brand new book called Unlikely Heroes. Yes. And we're talking about animal heroes, huh? Yes, we are. I love writing about animals, and, and heroes was just kind of the next the next thing. Well, of course. Uh, well, so tell us about some of the animals that are featured in the book. 
Uh, great. I, um, it's, you know, there's, there's so many dog heroes out there, and there are certainly some wonderful dog stories in the book, but part of my challenge to myself was to broaden out into the animal kingdom and see where else you see heroics, where you might not expect it. You so, mean besides you know, dogs? Besides dogs. So we, we have an elephant seal that protected uh, the zookeeper from a, a batch of other seals that were fairly aggressive and kind of bent on on attacking him. Wow, um, wow that's kind of weird. Bizarre. Yeah, very, very strange situation. We've got a, a parrot that um, called out to save a little girl that was choking, called out to the babysitter, and actually brought somebody running to protect this child that was uh, that was going to be probably in bad shape if no one showed up. Um, oh, we've wow. got also just some uh, some animals that sniffed out disease. We have rats that sniff out landmines. And I also um, looked a little bit at some animals that are used in conservation of other animals. So they're, they're kind of trained to be heroic, but I, I still give them credit for that. Are these all animals that are helping humans? Uh, some of them are helping humans. Some of them are helping other animals. Um, so there are cases of a, there's a dog um, that was getting close to drowning, and some seals came and pushed it to shore. And we've got a, a dolphin situation similar with a dolphin that saved a dog. Um, and uh, there's a cat that uh, went into a burning building time and time again to save each one of her kittens and was injured herself but managed to save all of her, her little babies. So there's all kinds of things in here, all, a whole mix of things. How do, you, how do you compile your stories? Are they anecdotes or are they uh, stories that you know about firsthand? Um, for the most part, I will hear a, a tidbit or read a little something, and then I will go back to find the source of the story and try to get you know the true backstory and get more information, that sort of thing. So for the most part, these aren't animals that I've met in person, although uh, as time is going by, I'm having the opportunity actually to go and meet some of these people and their animals that have, have done these amazing things. What would you say is the most amazing story that, that you've come across? I think one that was was especially touching to me was a uh, there's a, a veteran uh, who was in Afghanistan and um, was really going through a terrible terrible time he'd lost some of his men he'd really was at you know kind of the bottom of his experience and there was a stray cat that started to show up on the base and he you know at first just kind of oh that's cute you know he would pet the cat but ultimately the cat really befriended him and seemed to know what he needed seemed to know when he needed affection and the man really credits this cat with saving his life because he said he was just he was at, at absolutely the lowest point of his life and realized that this cat kind of needed him and the cat sort of you know gave him the push he needed to keep going and and ultimately he was able to get the cat home to the states and it now lives with his parents so it's, uh, it's now basking in the sun and, and the good life uh, after really doing uh, a heroic thing for this soldier. You live in a zoo, don't you? I pretty much do, yeah. Three dogs, geckos, snakes. You're a snake lover. You have, a, uh, what, a dozen or so? Uh, something like that, yeah. My husband's the bigger snake lover, but I, I enjoy them. They're... Now I see a pattern here. I see um, unlikely friendships, unlikely loves, now unlikely heroes. How did you get started on the unlikely set, and what is next? Well, um you know, part of it, I think, was just there was there were all those kinds of stories sort of circulating for a while. Actually, I guess they're they're still very popular these days on the internet. And I was really curious about how often 
does this happen with animals sort of crossing over species lines and doing something that seemed compassionate, um, at least by our definition? And and what are these emotions that other animals have? It just got me really intrigued. Um, and I started to find that there were really a lot of stories like that. A lot of people had stories to tell where they had witnessed something like this. So it really just became kind of a, a hobby of mine to collect these and, and pursue them and report them. And uh, I was able to fill the first two books, really, with stories of, of crossing over species lines. Um, and then again, the hero idea just seemed like a, a good good place to go from there. Um, so the next book, I, I have some ideas in mind. It will probably be a little bit off of this, uh, probably not part of this same trio, um, but it will definitely be about animals and about relationships with animals, and, and I'm excited to get started on it. Okay, well, the book is called Unlikely Heroes. I have nine copies to give away right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you're not lucky enough to get on through, head on over to your bookstore or Amazon.com, because I'll tell you, it makes a great Christmas stocking stuffer, oh, Unlikely Heroes. And the author, Jennifer Holland. Thank you just so much for joining us, Jennifer. Oh, we appreciate thank that. You. Thank you. Over at uh, the Facebook page, we have just a bunch of videos of unlikely friendships. I mean, these include cats with owls, dogs with horses. Uh-huh. And you can see all these videos. They're over at the uh, Facebook page. And while you're over there this week, you can register for the Wacky Wednesday contest. This week, we have we have a grooming set from Esprit. It includes uh, rainforest shampoo, rainforest conditioner, rainforest cologne, aloe hydrating spray, and paw balm, all from Esprit. You know, paw balm is great. I've used it on Ladybug when her little pads were dry and cracked, and it just really... It's important. Oh, it just keeps her pads nice and smooth after her walk. So this is a great set from Esprit. Okay, and you can just upload your Wacky Wednesday pictures on Wednesday to win that. And uh, if you don't have any Wacky Wednesday pictures, go ahead and go over there and vote for some of the Wacky Wednesday pictures. I'm telling you, there's a lot of fun stuff happening over at the Animal Radio Facebook page. Let's head back to the phones right now, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 for your calls for Dr. Debbie or dog father Joey Volani. In just a few minutes, Dr. Marty Becker will be back with us for his little monthly visit. This month, he has the top new pet products for this year. How fun. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear what his list is. We all have our little lists. I know that we have the must-haves <laughs> over at uh, Animal leg, Radio. Leg warmers. Leg warmers. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> Gotta have those. I've got you going on those today. Oops. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, I'm Dan Aykroyd. Have the happiest of holidays. This is Heather Lockler wishing you all the merriest Christmas. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Here's the number. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 to reach any one of the Dream Team right now. Uh, Tammy, what are you doing in the newsroom over there? What do you got going on? Well, you know, we always buy Christmas and Hanukkah presents for our animals, right? Sure. So did a little research, found out what the hottest gifts are this season. It's, it's quite an interesting bunch of things, and I know Judy's already got one on the top of Ladybug's list. <laughs> oh, boy. So we already know what Ladybug's going to have in her Christmas stocking. Some of them are surprising, though, so we'll go through those. It is just amazing, the plethora of gifts and animal products that are available this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, we'll go to the phones in just a couple of seconds here at toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Marty Becker will be joining us, our, our chief 
veterinary correspondent. He wanted me to make sure that I put chief in front chief. of it. Chief veterinary chief. correspondent. Okay. And he'll have his list of top pet products for Gosh, 2000. I love this time of year. Isn't it? Yeah, with all the gifts and all the goodies and all the top pet Have you done products. all your shopping? Almost. I'm ha, almost ha, done. Ha. I only yeah. have a couple more ha, left. Ha. Tammy, I'm like you. I wait till the I'm last. I'm sitting here laughing. <laughs> done it? So how about started it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and me, Hal, we'll be out there, you know, middle of the night, the 24th. Yep. Yeah, at 8 a.m., p.m., open 24 hours. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yep. 7 Eleven is yep. 4. Yep. Yep, indeed. My you can annual, find some good stuff there, you know. My annual bag of Cheetos. Yep. yep. There you go. A little energy drink alongside. There it's you perfect. Go. I know. I'll be set. <laughs> hey, I put a bow on it, okay? Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, really. Just because you don't like Funyuns. I thought you did. Oh. You, you just handed me a story. Residents in Jacksonville, Florida, complained to the city recently about a resident who scattered hundreds of mothballs, over 400 at least, around her front yard. What? And even what? driving them over in her car to crush them open and Ugh. get the odor to kind of spread around. Permeate the air, yeah. And that's exactly what she did. Pissed off the neighbors. She was actually trying to prevent neighborhood dogs from defecating in her yard. And someone told her that this is the way to do it. it did it work? There are easier ways to do it and better. I don't know if it got rid of the dogs, uh, but it did. Uh, it, it did. Got rid of the neighbors. <laughs> did That's piss true. off a lot of people. Oh so. yeah, don't don't do that. Not a good way to get. No. You know what I saw last night when I came home in my neighborhood? What on the street in front of my house? What a skunk. Did it smell? Was it? I I, was it? I don't know. I didn't smell it, but I don't know if mothballs so would keep though. that away. Mothballs are so pretty. They are pretty. You just don't want to take yeah. them off. Yeah. Because we know no, many people that have skunks as pets. Yeah, we they have, do. But they they have I do. Them. You have a skunk as a pet? No. Oh, I wish I did. No, no. I know somebody who does. Oh yeah. But they have them de and de what do you scented. Yes. Scented. Yeah. You definitely want to do and that. They're like a. They, they like to. You know, cuddle up like a kitty, and they're kind of dog-like in their behavior. I think they're fantastic. Uh, have you seen the ones that are like beige color? They have different colors. Oh, yeah, beautiful. they're not all black and white. No, they're not. See, we're not speciesist here at uh, Animal Radio. <laughs> Doesn't have to be all about no. dogs and cats. Uh, I want to welcome WDLN one hundred four point nine FM in Dunnell in Ocala. Is it Ocala, Florida? Does anyone know? Is there Osala, Ocala, O C A L A? Oh, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, especially as your big welcome to Animal Radio. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining the Animal Radio Network, and uh, we look forward to all your calls for our dream team here. And in fact, let's go ahead and take some of those calls right now for Dr. Debbie and dog father Joey Villani. Hi, Kathy. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing super. What kind of pet question you got today for me? Well, I hope you can answer this for me, because I've had my little doggy to the vet, and... um. She's been um, spaded and everything. The problem I'm having with her is she looks like she's been heat. Um, the mm. vet um, took some tests on her. It's not cancer. Um, and her her little brows back by her private parts are all swollen up, too. And okay. do you know what could cause this? Well, yeah, a couple different things, but i got a couple questions for you there first. Um, now, you said she was spayed. How old was she when she was spayed? She's probably about three to four months. Okay. With the current signs that she's doing right now, how long has that been going on? Well, okay, when I took it to the vet, it had been going on about a week. And okay. the vet said to wait three weeks. Well, I've, I've waited three weeks. The swelling in her private parts have gone down just a little bit, but not much. And she licks herself a lot like she's in heat. 
All right. There's there's two big categories for a young dog that has been spayed, that's having signs of being in heat, where their breast tissue, their nipples are getting big, the vaginal area is swelling. If we're seeing that in an older dog, I start talking about a lot of other health conditions, tumors, adrenal gland problems. But in a young dog, there's two categories that I would look at. One would be the possibility that we could have some extra ovarian tissue somewhere still in her abdomen. Sometimes it happens as a kind of a freaky occurrence where there's extra tissue somewhere. Sometimes it happens because there's a little bit left behind um, when the pet is spayed. And if that still is behind, that tissue produces those same hormones of when they're in heat, and we can see those same changes externally as a response to that. So that is a possibility. The other possibility, which increasingly is on our minds now, is that women who use hormone replacement therapy for their menopause signs. There's a lot of different forms that are in use, sprays, gels, different topical creams. When a woman is using those in the household and they have animals, there is the potential by casual contact alone that that can affect the pet and it can actually create signs of being in heat. Um, believe it or not, male dogs can even have some issues as well. So um, I would definitely want to ask you as far as if there's any possibility anyone in the home is using any of those kind of products. Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Okay. And because that is definitely one that I can tell you, I've done extensive testing on pets to try to figure out the cause of uh, reoccurrence of heat signs. And a lot of times that is just the... That seems uh, to be making the news a lot recently. It really is. And, you know, it doesn't even have to be that a dog licks it off the area that's treated. This is just casual contact from the woman who's got it on her skin and Hmm. just touching the pet or uh, having the pet even cuddle with her. So... So, yeah, something to keep on your radar, ladies, if you use that. Now, in your situation, if we don't feel that there's any possible uh, hormone replacement um, issue in the household, then I might really say let's let's talk about watching to see if, if this is a true heat cycle. Pets who have ovarian remnants, the little bits of ovary, ovarian tissue still behind, if they go into cycles, they tend to have actual heat cycles. So it may be present like it normally would for heat, go away, and then come back again six months later. If you have that type of cycle, that's pretty indicative in my mind that we need to go in and explore and look and see if there's any ovarian tissue still inside there. Um, and, uh, you know, your vet may be able to, if they're the ones who perform this surgery, you know, they may be the best to ask about that. Um, but in my office, if that ever happens, that's something that I definitely would, um, you know, entertain that possibility. We're all human, and, you know, those kind of things can happen, as well as some weird situations I've had where pets have had um, extra ovarian tissue um, that's actually in other areas of the abdomen. So um, if your pet's showing signs right now, that's definitely something that that's the time to address that and to actually go in and explore. Wow. The heat cycle is every six months is what you're telling me? I'm learning something new? No, I think you're just listening now, Hal. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. 
Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Jimmy Van Patten, and I'm here to talk to you about our solution-oriented treats for cats and dogs. Natural Balance Pet Foods offers several nutritious treat formulas with tasty solutions for pets. Our treats feature unique ingredients like venison, duck, and salmon, accented with cranberries and pumpkin, and offer grain-free options. At Natural Balance, our philosophy is to provide pets and their owners the food for a lifetime. Natural Balance treats truly treat them right. For more information, visit Natural Oh, cold winter weather. It makes my skin so dry, itchy, and irritated. Can I get some help, please, for this winter skin of mine? Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing has the strongest non-prescription itch medicine available. Its seven moisturizers help heal skin, so you'll stop itching and start feeling relief fast. Ah, my skin feels like it's been on vacation, even with 10 inches of snow outside. Itch-free, worry-free, Cortisone 10. Use as directed. For all of you who are inspired to create your own unique holiday cards and gifts. For all of you, there's Vistaprint.com. At Vistaprint.com, creating personalized holiday cards is simple. Choose from hundreds of designs and add your own photos and special messages. And there's 60% off, plus personal one-of-a-kind gifts are also up to 60% off. It's our best deal of the season. But hurry, offer ends December 7th. The only way to get this incredible deal is to go to Vistaprint.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter code RADIO60. Vistaprint.com, code RADIO, the word 60. Hi, welcome to Hellsberg Diamonds. Hi there. Uh, we'd like to look at engagement rings. Uh, wait, is that the guy Gecko? Oh, hello. I'm just admiring this lovely diamond solitaire ring. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Well, that was easy. Now, who thinks it's a good idea to save money on their car insurance? I do. I do. Wow. I think we just had the wedding rehearsal. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. This is Ben Vereen on Animal Radio. Remember to spade and neuter your animal for a healthier and longer life. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Some of us have done our shopping for our pets already, like Judy, I think, finished, you were finished by Halloween, weren't you? Yeah, I've got most of my shopping done early. I know Tammy is still, well, she's like me, she's going to wait until the very last minute. She hasn't even started, I can say that because she can't hear me right now. She hasn't even started her shopping, what's wrong with that girl? Well, she'll admit that too, and <laughs> she'll be at Seven Eleven with me, we'll be, uh, Christmas Eve. Funyuns and uh, like Gatorade. Cheetos. With a little, yeah, that'll be your gift for this year. I always always start with the pet shopping, because to me that's the easiest, and then I leave the humans for last. Oh, really? That's easy? (laughs) I'm thinking it's becoming harder and harder because there's so many things now Uh, that you can get your pets. And what I liked is Tammy's idea. Uh, the one that she turned you on to, the, the idea uh-huh. was little leggings. Leg for, warmers. Leg warmers for yeah, Ladybug, for the Ladybug. studio stunt dog. That'd be so cute. I can imagine you could just like take a glove and cut the fingers off. <gasps> and There that, you go. That, that would yeah, be, those would work. Those would work, too. I have some, too. Okay, she's going to be sporting we some We all list. have our lists. We have a must-have list over at the website. But I got to tell you, 
The list that comes from Ver- Chief Veterinary Correspondent Dr. Marty Becker joining us is pretty awesome, so I want you to listen up. He has some of the top new pet products. You know what? I'm going to just <laughs> shut up and let you go, Dr. Becker. How you doing? Dare I say it? Happy holidays from Idaho. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, you can't wait to say that every year. I know. I know. You, we've been together so long, you know all my corny sayings, man. This is either good or good or bad. It's a good thing. Well, you know, it's funny when you're talking about leg for pets. The first thing that popped into my mind was those Jane Fonda videos. You remember those? Yeah. Uh, I could just see those pets, you know, you guys getting up. Come on, you're getting fat. Come on, come on. (laughs) Pump those legs. Pump those legs. Hey, well, listen, I've I've got uh, what I call my top new dog products and talk top new pet products of or cat products of 2014 and and just so people know how this list comes up i have about 150 people on a list that are kind of uh these uh these eyes and ears are always looking throughout the year for these products and they know you know how predictable i am you guys in november i send out an email asking them to you know the first part of november what do you recommend and then i look for stuff that's mentioned several times and so really, this list has more fingerprints on it than People Magazine at the oh. dentist office. Okay, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the top five dog, and then I'll go to the top five cat. And it's a mixture of uh, veterinary products and pet products. So the first one is a vaccine, and it's called the Ultra Duramune vaccine line for dogs from a company called Beringer Ingelheim. Now it's a German company. You don't need to know about that. But here's the thing I like about this vaccine. You know I'm on this bandwagon. I'm an evangelist for creating fear-free visits for pets. And this vaccine is kind of revolutionizing vaccinations because it's only a half ml or one half dose. So if you think of what your pet is currently getting, this is only half as much. So you get really good immunity with half the vaccine. Hmm. So, so you combine that with a, you know, a 28 gauge needle, which is what we'd use for, uh, what it used in a human hospital for an infant with some other techniques and you get a more comfortable vaccine experience. And what we want them to do is, is, uh, through distraction techniques and things like this, uh, that it's, you know, it's a good experience, not a bad experience to be vaccinated. Sure. Now, along with that, probably the thing that a client sees that is the very worst, the opposite of a fear-free, uh, exam or fear-free visit is when you give an internasal bordetella or kennel cough vaccine and you try to i don't think there's any animal alive that likes a liquid squirted down its nose and that's what you have to do you have to squirt the you know the traditional bordetella or kennel cough vaccines down their nose and they fight then there's two people holding them down they're thrashing around they they sneeze and half of it flies out well uh, Beringer also has a bronchoshield oral, so it's the only oral uh, medication, the oral kennel cough medication uh, that you can give orally. So it's administered, uh, absorbed through the, the mucosa, and they love it. So that's number one. Good. Number two is Apoquil. And Apoquil I mentioned last year, and I'm going to put it on my top list again. Apoquil is a drug from Zoetis, so it used to be called Pfizer Animal Health. And Apoquil is... It's one of these drugs as a veterinarian that you, it's literally a miracle because we might have had pets that we have seen for a decade that have licked, chewed, scratched, bitten. They, they break the skin barrier. They come in with skin problems and we start on antibiotics and antifungals. We get it under control. Then they break again and then we go through the same thing. It's expensive. It's painful for the pets. And Apoquil is this really unique drug that breaks the itch cycle. Uh, it works on a very specific part of the histamine cycle. So you know how you take an antihistamine for uh, allergies or you take it if you get a bug bite, you yeah. take an antihistamine. So it, it 
it's it's not an antihistamine, but it works to break that cycle. And I have a dog sitting right outside the door right now, my little love, lovable lab pit bull crush. She suffered for three years. The first day I gave her a pockle, she stopped itching, and she's never itched again. Oh, wow. This is going to be a godsend for so many yeah. animals. Yeah. Now, this product went out of stock. It was They had a three-year supply. Uh, or excuse me, they had a two-year supply that they had estimated they had when it launched, and it was gone within a week. Ooh. So now only the pets that are on it are able to get it. But early next year, the supply problems, they, they built a new factory, increased everything. It'll probably be the only $300 million product in veterinary medicine that's not a parasite control product. So it's not, you know, like Frontline or or advantage or anything it's revolutionary it's not evolutionary one of a kind no side effects so just remember a-p-o-q-u-e-l available from your veterinarian apocryphal the third thing i laughed when i first saw it and it's called muffins halo and it's muffins basically halo? muffins halo okay. i have a blind 14 year old golden retriever and what this does, it helps them navigate and lead a bump-free life. This halo acts like a buffer, and it redirects them when they're confronted with a hard yeah. surface. So it's almost like the little white cane, you know, that blind people have. We had them on the show, Judy's telling me. Yes, I, I remember yeah. now. Yes. This was a now, cool invention. Yeah, and what I thought, the, the coyotes, I think the coyotes have left up here, and I think it's because they're laughing, because <laughs> Sh- Shakira, Shakira not only has this thing, but she has angel wings on, you know, so... The coyotes look and see a golden retriever with angel wings and a halo on and like, oh, I don't know what this is, but I'm out of here, man. This is freaky. But uh, it works. It works really, really well. Next is the Chuck It. I've been a fan of theirs, but they have something called a light play, and it's a... it acts like a, it's a kickable, kickable soccer ball that has this glowing groove design. So the groove designs allow the dogs to pick it up really easy. And you just charge it under any light for 10 minutes and it stays glowing for 30 minutes. And my dogs absolutely went crazy over that. And my, my last one is from a company called Planet Dog. And they have a new product called the Maze. It's M-A-Z-E-E. And what I love about this, it's an interactive puzzle toy. And you know how we've talked about throwing food bowls away and getting pets more active? So this is a translucent brain-stimulating entertainment system, basically. They can, <laughs> they can, they can see the treats, which is, which is uncommon for food puzzles. They can actually yeah. see them, and they can hear them juggling, uh, jingling, and they can smell them while they solve the puzzle. So Ooh. this is uh, really an incredible product. So anyway, the, to, to recap, the Ultra Duramune and Bronchus Shield Oral from Beringer, the Apocal from Zoetis, the Muffins Halo, which is is from Muffins Halo, uh, Planet or Chuck It uh, Light Play Max Glow Kick Fetch, and then the Planet Dog Orby Maisy. So li- go ahead. Well, I was going to say that uh, you know we're we're looking at all of our different lists of the top pet products, and the one thing, the one common thread is the Chuck It, which you mentioned, uh-huh. and the Light Play. So that those are some great items that would be. Perfect for your Christmas stockings. Like the Chuck It would be, right. per- Chuck It would actually fit in the, the stocking pretty well <laughs> right. too. You, you know, it's amazing. The original Chuck It. I have one. I've literally had it probably twelve years. Wow. You know, so it's neat to see them come up with different products that uh, in that Chuck It line. So let's go to cats. Okay. And when I the number one uh, I have again is the Ultra Filovax, and again this is that half dose vaccine from Beringer Ingelheim. Now I got a. I don't know. 
it, Judy and Hal, if you guys get kennel, or get kennel cough, if you get uh, flu vaccines, but yes, uh, volume volume matters when you when they first put the needle in, and then as they put more pressure, when more volume goes in, you start to feel an ache. And so, this again is a half the dose of all the other vaccine lines. So, that's number one. Number two is the Galaxy wand, and and my daughter's a huge fan. She's a trainer of Jackson Galaxy. And they have these new wands with retractable handles, which I like. So you can make it you know, shorter if you're sitting down, longer if you're standing up, or depends on the size of your cat and how active. But, man, they really mimic ground play, and others mimic air, air uh, prey really well. Uh, the next thing is called the Zen Clipper. And I saw the prototype last, uh, last Global Pet Expo in March of this year. I love this product. You know how hard it is to trim uh, your cat's nails? Yep. And what's neat about this is it has a, a conical blade. So think of two circles that come together. So there's there's a circle, and the other blade is a circle as well. So that circle, uh, you stick the cat's claw in there, and it only allows the tip of the nail to be cut. And rather than, if you think of a traditional clipper, like a guillotine kind of clipper, it kind of crushes as it cuts the nail. This cuts 360 degrees around the nail at the same time. Dr. Marty Becker, our chief veterinary correspondent, thank you so much for joining us today. I I love you guys. It's one of my favorite things to be on the show, so thank you. You know canine caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition and excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for canine and feline caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800-392-789. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager is here. It's so good. Got a little bit of sweetness, but it goes down real smooth. A light, sweet smell to it. A little bit of orange in there. There is a little pinch of cinnamon. It makes you feel like, you know, wind is around the corner and you're getting ready for it. It warms you up and it makes you feel good. I wish they served Winter Lager all year round. This is actually my favorite beer from Sam Adams. Even though it's a dark beer, it's not a heavy beer. It's definitely a good beer. This is my jam, the Winter Lager. I love this more than anything in the world. Cheers. Thank you, Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager. Enjoy it while it's here. Must be I would like to invite you to participate in a brief survey on personal values. I'll make a statement, and you simply think agree or disagree. Ready? Here we go. Statement one. My life is complicated, so I appreciate simplicity. Agree or disagree? Two. I tend to make my own decisions, which may or may not be the popular ones. Three. When buying luxury products, I don't mind paying for the best, but I hate to overpay. Four. I value both form and function. And five, I value pure, clean design. Now, if you agreed with these statements, you are the type of person for whom the 2014 Bosch Kitchen was designed. With unrivaled European design, it's a kitchen designed around our mutual values. It's a kitchen designed around life, on your terms. The 2014 Bosch Kitchen, perfection in every detail. Step up to a Bosch Kitchen package of three or more appliances and get a 10% rebate. See the new Bosch Kitchen at your Bosch retailer. The Movie Man six-second review starts now. It's Steve Carell like you've never seen him, and Foxcatcher is a real-life crime drama that would be criminal to miss. I'm in. The six-second reviews are brought to you by HitFix.com. HitFix, what's next in entertainment? This is an animal radio news update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. 
Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Does your cat or your dog seem confused? Well, if the animal's older, it actually may have a condition called cognitive dysfunction syndrome. It's kind of like what people get, Alzheimer's. Recent studies estimated that 50% of dogs over 10 and 53% of the cats over 11 years old show symptoms of CDS. Disorientation is the main symptom where the animal simply gets lost in his own yard or stuck in the corner or under furniture. They also might stop recognizing people or responding to their names. Most eventually forget their house training and some lose interest in food. There's no test for CDS, but intervention can slow down the progress, and you do that with supplements and enrichment activities under your vet's direction. One of the largest pet supply stores and one of the largest online pet retailers are joining forces. Petco is buying Doctors Foster and Smith. The acquisition includes Doctors Foster and Smith's prescription services as well as its own branded products. That includes joint care supplements, dog and cat foods, dog beds, cat furniture, horse supplies, and other pet care essentials. The deal is expected to be done by early next year. Well, I know your pet is on your holiday shopping list, so are mine. So what are the hottest gifts this season? Well, one of the very coolest is called Fetch Dog. It's a harness and it holds a little camera that you can operate remotely. So basically, your dog is carrying the camera. Ugly sweaters. Yeah, really. They are the rage, thanks to rocker Brett Michaels' clothing line, and they are meant to be ugly, and yeah, they are. They go great with the new pet leg warmers that are pretty hot. Well, I just heard what I'm going to get Ladybug for Christmas. The harness? The leg warmers. Oh, the leg warmers. The leg warmers. <laughs> get her, keep her little stick legs warm. I wonder if they make them she... like little tiny, tiny finger size leg warmers. <laughs> <gasps> like she's in flash dance or something. It'll yeah. be great. <laughs> that is so cool. Could you see her walking down the street with their leg warmers? I certainly could. Oh my god, I could get a matching pair. Even Hal can get some. (gasps) Now I'm in trouble for bringing those up, huh? Pictures. Star Wars is back on everything from pet hats to treat dispensers and tug-of-war toys. And on the more practical side, products to help senior dogs get around and have fun. Those are the things topping this year's pet shopping list. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. At Stella and Chewies, they're dedicated to the simple proposition that pets should be healthy and happy. Their commitment to quality starts with their ingredients. Every Stella and Chewies product is made with raw, naturally raised meat, poultry, or fish sourced from USDA-inspected facilities without added hormones or antibiotics. Unlike commercial pet food, which is one of the most highly processed products on the planet, with much of its nutritional value cooked away, Stella and Chewies dog and cat food is nutritious and delicious. Learn more at StellaandChewies.com. Mom gives us her own special Christmas ornament every year. This year, she gave me one that looks like me, playing soccer. It even has my name on it. It's my most favorite ornament ever. Thanks, Mom. Each Christmas, moms everywhere create the wonderful tradition of placing special ornaments on the Christmas tree. This year, you can make your tradition even more special with unique, customizable ornaments from personalcreations.com. They have over a 1,000 adorable ornaments to choose from that can be designed to look like anyone in your family, doing the activity, hobby, or occupation they love. And you can 
can customize each ornament with any name you'd like to make them truly one of a kind. Radio listeners, you can get a special deal. For a limited time, when you order any two ornaments on the site, you'll get a third one absolutely free. That's right, free, and personalization is included. But hurry, because this exclusive offer ends this Friday at midnight. The only way to get this incredible deal is to go to personalcreations.com. Click on the orange star in the top right corner and enter the secret code 6000. That's personalcreations.com, secret code 6000. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Radio, celebrating our connection with your pets, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. The Dream Team, to my left, one hep cat, dog father Joey Volani. I have to say that or I'll end up on the business side of a wedgie. He's told me that I had to do. <laughs> and to my right, the very attractive Dr. Debbie. And uh, let's see, which one, Judy? We're going to Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi, how are you? Very good. How are you doing today? Where I'm, you, I'm good. Where are you calling from? From Hernando, Mississippi. Hernan- it's about 15 miles south of Memphis. I just love your southern drawl. <laughs> Isn't it cute? I uh, love it. <laughs> well, Donna, how can we help you today? I have the good doctor, Dr. Debbie White here. Well, uh, I have a bulldog who is a year and a half, and she has what specialist has told me is cyclic alopecia. She has hair loss on both sides. One side is worse than the other. Um, She's not my first bulldog, and so when she first started losing her hair, I wasn't too alarmed because I went through this with another bulldog, and it turned out to be food allergy. Um, However, um, they don't seem to think that's what her problem is. Um, We are on a food diet right now doing a hypoallergenic diet. Um, But the vet really didn't give me much hope for her hair growing back. And I just wondered, is there, are you familiar with anything that might help or know of anything else I might could do? Oh, sure. Yeah. And and you're talking about cyclical or what we call seasonal flank alopecia, which is basically kind of a smooth hair loss that happens on the sides. And it's usually, you know, even on both sides. It tends to happen at certain times of the year. And it, the trick is, and you kind of got to some of this with the food allergy, is that this can look like a lot of different skin diseases. So it's kind of a diagnosis by exclusion. So we try to eliminate all those other possibilities. And what I'll usually do is do skin scrape testing, looking for mites. Um, we'll do um, a testing for hormone problems, thyroid disorders, adrenal gland. Uh, we even do skin biopsy. And that's usually the way that we kind of rule out those other possibilities. So I don't know how much of that kind of work was done with your baby there. They um, they have ruled out a thyroid. They did some blood work, and they did do okay. the skin scraping and have ruled out any kind of mite or, you know, okay. anything like that. So um, I just kind of wanted to get your input and see if there was anything else you're aware of that I could do. Um, to, okay, to yeah, and I say in the back of my mind, I'd, I'd probably still like to get a skin biopsy because it's going to give us the best answer with, with more certainty that that's what we got. Um, right. And that can be done fairly easily in many cases with just a local anesthetic. We just take small little skin biopsies, so it's not necessarily an anesthetic type thing. Okay. So th- that would be best. Now, if it is the seasonal alopecia, 
there, I have had some dogs have good results with melatonin. And what generally um, will treat with that for about three months and given it really once a day to twice a day, depending on the dog's size and the dose that we end up using. Um, but in many cases, that can help. Um, but the magic is once we treat with that, you can expect next year that the hair loss is going to happen again. So if we do have that cycle and a pet responds to melatonin, I'll tend to restart that the, the next year. Uh, shortly before we expect those signs to occur. So um, that is um, that is one thing you can definitely try. But otherwise, you know, it's kind of an aesthetic problem. It's just the way it looks. So they're, <laughs> they're not bothered by it. So, you know, as far as treating it, you know, a lot of folks will just put shirts on their dogs and kind of give them doggy clothing to kind of hide the little embarrassing spots. Um, right. But that might yeah. be something you could try with, with okay. that route is see how that goes. And, um, you know, certainly you can talk to your vet a little bit more about the dosage which might be appropriate for your dog there. Okay. Thanks for your call, Donna. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Jacksonville, Florida. I love Jacksonville. Beautiful place. Beautiful weather. Yes, it is. So what's going on with your animal? Well, I had my dog, Nisha. She's uh, she's about three years old. Um, She's totally housebroken, has been for a very, very long time. And... uh, I was visiting my mom down in St. Augustine Beach, and uh, Misha started in the middle of the night, 3.30 in the morning, she started crying. And she was just very, very upset and kind of doing this wookie talk like she's looking for attention. And then all of a sudden, just peed on the bed. Mm -hmm. This is not a dog. She she has had a history of bladder infections, but uh, this one just cleared up with antibiotics in 12 hours. And how many bladder infections has she had over time? She had, let's see, the first year that I had her, she probably had three of them, and then we got her onto, it's going to sound like a commercial for science diet, the science diet food that's specific for, you know, CD or whatever. And then that thought, you know, she'd been well for several years now and that we could try to take her off it well this happened within two months of changing the food to a cheaper brand i'm just wondering if it if that could have been a coincidence maybe because she's in a strange place or if you think it it could have been a another recurrent bladder infection that kind of came and went that fast just by changing out that food Wow, you know, that's definitely suspect if, you know, if there was a diet change and she broke. Now, during the time she was on that diet, had she had any Ooh. urinary tract infections? She did not. Ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, it kind of seems like duh, but at the same yeah. time. <laughs> okay. Now, did they get a urine sample at that time? Not able to. Oh, darn, because that would have been great. Yeah. I mean, that would be the evidence we need to prove this. Um, but I'd say it is suspicious because any time any diet that a pet is on, when we're talking about trying to control urine environment, mm-hmm. um, there are some pets that pH can really play a role in um, crystal formation and urinary tract right. infection. So any diet, when you switch that, um, the pH may change and that urine environment is going to change. So, yeah. Oh, we we could be setting up for some problems, and she may be telling you, "Gosh, mom, you know, I do need a um, a therapeutic diet to help manage okay. this problem." But I would say, yeah, I would 
oh, I would love that evidence and I'd love to get that urine sample because then I think you could kind of maybe either ease your mind or know with more um, accuracy yeah, about that. Yeah, she's just so skittish sometimes. It's hard to get near her when she's going. <laughs> a couple of years ago, we put her through the needle biopsy part where they stuck uh-huh. the needle in and, and they pulled it out and they um, they did find some crystals in it then, which is why we did the CD. Mm-hmm. But she's not showing any sign of any kind of problem now for so long. I thought it might be safe to try. Uh-huh. And, and I don't blame you for trying there. I mean, because, I mean, realistically, everyone wants to find something that works, and then if you don't need it anymore, you know, you wouldn't want to give it. But um, yeah. for me, I would definitely say, yeah, a urine sample. And it might not be a bad idea for a for a kid that's had a problem in the past with recurrent urinary infections, you know, getting that sterile sample would be important. And, you know, it wouldn't be overkill to check an x-ray to make sure we don't have anything like a bladder stone that's just kind of lurking okay. there. Um, you know, if she's calmer with you around and she's not pee shy, um, you know, once she's settled, you know, back on that seedy diet, um, it would be worthwhile to at least get a clean urine catch. And kind of like, you know, we go to the doctor's office and they have a whole process, they tell you, when you get a clean urine sample. So we can try our best at home to collect a urine sample from our pets. And with, uh, with the advent of, you know, those throwaway Tupperware containers or some great throwaway plastics you can use, um, and, just kind of slide that underneath her, let her go, That's let her start the stream. Yeah. I, I was and trying to get it a little cup and everything, but it, it, apparently it's hard to do. It. it can be. So I like those long ones that you use for, oh, I don't know. We use them for storing you know, like bread and stuff. Pizza, yeah. <laughs> we always want that sterile one caught in the office if we can. But if not, right. you know that, that might be a good short uh, second substitute there. Usually when I bring her in, as soon as the veterinarian takes her leash, she's on the floor. <laughs> Isn't that the way it always works? <laughs> He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. Hey, William, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Springville, California. Stuck in the foothills. Uh, so let's see, how can we help you today? I have the doctor. So, I guess Howdy. I have a question for Dr. Debbie about Frontline. Where I live, there are lots and lots of ticks. And ticks still get on my dog, even though I use okay. Frontline. So can you explain to me how it works? Sure. Well, we, we have to realize that with Frontline, it's a product that is it's dispersed into the pet's hair coat, into their oil glands. So it does require that a flea or a tick actually bites the pet to come into contact with this product. So you won't have necessarily an immediate kill time. Um, so once you see, if I could actually watch an actual tick land on your critter and watch how long, it often can take up to 12 hours for that product to actually work. Now, if we keep seeing more and more fleas or ticks on the pet while we're regularly, regularly using the product, then we have to look at, you know, we have um, potentially more heavy infestation, and we may need to add in some other ways of managing fleas and ticks, and kind of what we call integrated flea control. So there's other ways to help, um, whether they be shampoos. Um, there's even oral medications that can help to decrease the development of different aspects of those parasites. Um, so it just kind of depends on how heavy that parasite burden is in your area and whether or not just that one product might do the trick or if you need to add in some other things as well. 
Okay, so is it okay? I mean, is it? It's not bad then that if I find a tick on her, I just take it off. Want to do that cautiously? So you know um, uh. the. General guidelines with removing ticks is we don't want you to get exposed to any of the blood products either, because ticks we know do carry some diseases, um, and there's different incidences of tick-related diseases across the country. But we want you to make sure if you are removing the tick, you remove it close to the skin, avoid squeezing, destroying the little critter, and we want to make sure we discard that. And I usually throw them in alcohol to get rid of them afterwards. Um, but you do still need to be watchful. And if you're in a Lyme disease area, gosh, you know that's still. Some Something there's still vaccination and other steps we'd want to take for um, protecting against some of those tick-borne diseases as well. So great. Okay, William. Okay. Hope that helped you out a little bit there. Hey, thanks for listening. Great. I really appreciate that information. We appreciate you listening to Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. In Ogden, Utah, a police dog left in a pickup truck with the engine running, knocked the truck into gear, and ran down a woman who was walking to her mailbox. The victim, 41-year-old Mary Stone, suffered a fractured pelvis and tailbone. The police dog, a German shepherd named Ranger, was left in the truck while his handler responded to a domestic disturbance call. Lieutenant Loring Draper said he left Ranger with the truck running so he could have some air conditioning, but Ranger somehow knocked the automatic transmission into drive and ran into Stone before hitting a car in her driveway. Stone was expected to be released from the hospital after a few days, and Ranger is expected to stay out of the driver's seat from now on. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's Animal Radio. I see you brought Boss in the studio today. What's going on? Oh, well, Boss is, uh, you know, he's my fit little fella. He's over a year of age now, and uh, we love to go walking, um, and he has a thing for bugs. Um, oh. <laughs> so he likes to chase all kinds of bugs. Um, the other morning, he was chasing a big old cockroach about two inches long. He's trying to catch it, trying to get it, could not get it. So he looks at it, pauses, tips his head. And he flops over on his side, and he rolls on it. Huh? Squish. Ooh. Just like a grape. <laughs> Isn't that great? So my point is, I'm, I'm telling my husband, I said, Isn't he so smart? He couldn't catch that bug, and he figured out the quickest way to squish it. And that he was? Did, well, it's to roll just his rolling body on it. it. Oh, he okay. just landed on it. And my husband said, No, he just wants to roll on the stink of a bug. <laughs> So what's going on at the office this week? Any amazing cases? Oh, my gosh. We, you know, we've had tons of sore bellies. And, you know, the thing that I, I think is really important we, that I want to mention to our listeners is sore bellies aren't always just a little bit of tummy upset. Sometimes it can be something very serious. And this week I've had two pets with pancreatitis, Ooh. which can be very serious and life-threatening. Um, and it basically, I've had two little girls that came in, um, they each had vomiting, they weren't eating, they're very uncomfortable. Um, and pancreatitis can lead to some really severe complications with the liver, can cause lung clots, um, electrolyte, electrolyte problems. So it really can be quite serious. Well, how do you get it? 
Well, it, sometimes there's no apparent cause, but in many cases it can be triggered by eating high fat foods. Um, table foods, you know, given our treats off the table to our pets can actually trigger this. We see a lot of pancreatitis around holidays when we share the holiday foods with pets. Um, and then there are some breeds like uh, Schnauzers um, that be, are a bit more prone to this type of problem just because of their blood uh, issues. Okay, so don't feed from the table those little table scraps is what well, you're saying. Well, you know, sometimes we do that, but we, we give her vegetables, our dog, and then if we are going to give her meat, we give her lean meat that has no fat or anything on it. Is that okay? Little well, pieces. You still, you still want to be cautious because a lot of times it's foods that dogs have eaten over and over again, and it doesn't always have to seem that rich, but it's just uh-huh. rich to their system. So you got to remember, dogs thrive on a consistent, stable diet. You know, we like the, the variation, the changes, um, but their guts actually like having boring, consistent food. Um, so they do best with it. And, and definitely, pancreatitis is a huge problem. Um, five days in the hospital, both of these babies Ooh. had to spend, and we didn't know if they were going to make uh-huh. it up until probably the fourth day. So, um, you know, anything that lasts GI type signs, vomiting, not eating, feeling cruddy over 24 hours, really, you know, see your veterinarian, at least have the pet evaluated and see if it's something more. The whole dream team is here and we have Jeanette. Is it Jeanette? Hi, Jeanette. Yes. How's your toy poodle? Um, she's fine. What's going on with her? What's her name? Uh, Sophie. How's Sophie today? Um, well, I just got home and she's been, um, not caged, but, um, put in the kitchen while I was gone for a couple of hours uh-huh. but she's happy to see mm-hmm. me good but um and she's a good little dog she's very loving very affectionate she's um uh, uh she listens to commands and everything and she's two years old but we have a couple little problems with her uh one of them she rolls a ball around the house all the time and when she gets it in a place where it's hard for her to get out she gets very frustrated and starts pulling on the carpet she, did pieces. you say she rolls all over the house? Rolls a ball around she the house. She rolls the ball. Oh, she rolls the ball. around the house with her nose. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm just does, envisioning I mean, her rolling. An hour, you know, she'll go for an hour with that thing all over the place. Okay. That's, that's her fun time, I guess. But when she gets it stuck in a place that uh, we have to tell her to back it up, so if she has trouble backing it up, she'll grab a piece of the rug and pull on it. So oh, I dear. Wonder if okay. Way I can break her from that. Well, um, in this behavior is only occurring when she's playing her ball regimen? Yes. Okay, well, I guess the simplest thing that I'm going to say is that we, we need to control that ball playing activity. Um, because especially if it's something she does almost to an obsessive level, um, there's a, a bit of anxiety. It's fun, but it can be a bit of an anxiety, uh, driving experience so that she may not, uh, do her normal thing. Her behaviors may be inappropriate at that time and digging or, you know, tearing up the carpet, um, is just, a factor of her anxiety with wanting to get to that ball. Mm-hmm. So either we, A, control the timing and the area that she has while she's playing ball, um, or we deal with some chewed-up carpet and torn-up carpet, because yeah. um, there's not going to be an easy way as long as we allow her to play her game on her time without direct supervision. Mm-hmm. Now, there's other ways we can make this game um, maybe a little bit more of an outlet for her. So if we can take the ball outside, throw it, have her does she do retrieving activities or is it just where she pushes it uh, she pushes it and i play soccer with her you know we'll okay. have this all back and forth okay because if we can have a little bit more control over that playtime where she can 
find the ball, retrieve it, you know, or you can play back and forth with her, that is going to decrease some of her anxiety if it gets out of her reach and then she's forced to start to do some of these behaviors that are a little bit more on the obsessive line. So that that's probably going to be the easiest thing. The other thing that I would make sure we do is that we give her some other physical outlet besides the ball um, because it really can become truly a, a problem a uh, fun toy and, and I have a couple dogs that come here in my office and if we pull out a ball it, it's like they're in the zone and nothing else in this world matters and they're just totally focused on that well, that's where she is if I pick up her ball to take it outside she actually barks and whines she wants me to put that ball back down yeah, yeah, she wants it. So I would say we need to also find some other outlets for physical activity for her. You know, and she may not love it like she loves the ball, but what it will do is it will help to expend some of that energy, especially that nervous energy that we're building up as we're playing ball. So we take her out, we go out running, we go out for walks, um, you know, do that in addition to her playtime with the ball and, and see if we can kind of wear her down a little bit and then just make sure you control the game. That's truly the best that I can say as far as other than recarpeting your house. Thank you so much for your call. We appreciate you calling, and good luck with that. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I also want to thank Jennifer Holland, Shannon Johnstone, and, of course, Chief Veterinary Correspondent. He made me put the chief in front of it. <laughs> Did you get that email, too? No, chief I Veterinary didn't. Correspondent, Dr. Marty Becker. Don't forget you can ask your questions during the week with the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. Download that little puppy now. And remember, everything you've heard on today's show, we've actually put links over at the AnimalRadio.com website. So check that out during the week, and we'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio. We're done already? Yes, we're done. I feel like I just got here. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.